I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Bears Corner. I'm Scott Day, um, and I'm joined this evening by Mr. Paul Seas, by Gio, who is the man behind these magnificent cards over here. Um, and we'll get his thoughts and, and what's happened to his Twitter account and what's going on with him <laughs> in a bit. Uh, Mr. Snags, how we doing, mate? Good, good to see uh, you. Some apologies in advance because I'm because I'm eating my dinner as as per. Ah, sorry, mate. That's all right. And back for two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Cal, call it, mate. Policies. What's happened, mate? What's the script? What's going on? Ah, you kind of left us on a cliffhanger yeah. before we. Ah, well, you know, just a. I had a good week up until today. Yeah, thanks, Snags. I had a good week up until today. Um, you know, you. A bit of work, and then you know, I thought I'd do my good deed for the day, you know, just like help others out and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I'd done something that I'd never done before, you know, a little bit scared of things like this. So, I, you know, I went to uh, went to donate some blood, and uh, you know, they actually really fucking looked at me, you know, and it was it wasn't really nice, they were really nice to me. And uh, some of the things they said to me, and the questions they asked me, you know, like, whose is it, where did you get it from, and why is it in a bucket. You know, fuckers, I'm, I'm just... Nah, bollocks them. I'm not, I took it back. <laughs> I can't believe we waited for that, by the way. 
I can't believe you allowed that. Fucking hell. Apologies to the viewers. We should have had a lay. That's what we should talk about. <laughs> a wee drum roll or something. <laughs> could have at least added body parts policies. Fuck's sake. No, that's, that's a bit too obvious. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Callum, how are we doing, mate? Two pods in the trot. How'd yes, you follow that? But... Unfortunately, um, I don't follow it. Do you know what? I'm doing well. That's enough for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dear, it's going to be one of those nights. <laughs> and we have the man, as well, Snags is eating his dinner. As we say, the man behind. No, I need to update this, mate, didn't I? Aye, aye, exactly. I need to update this because this isn't right. But this is <laughs> this is Gio who provides us with these lovely cards and who's been sending tons of people cards all up the country, um, including one that's coming to me tomorrow. Uh, no, Saturday now, because I missed the delivery day for my wee boy. So thank you very much for that, mate. But how are oh, we? Man. Tell us what's happened to the Twitter account. What's happened to the Twitter page? Uh, and I'll well, update I, this. I'm... I'm good. I'm good, mate. Um, the 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 Twitter. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I must have said something or offended someone last week after the after the Celtic game. So um, obviously I've done something to be put in the naughty corner. But um, yeah, mate. So I'm starting from scratch. So it's a bit crap. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is what it is. It, it's you know. Um, I'll see what happens. It, it's for me. It's become a bit of a. It's become a, my business. So I have to sort of make it work. But hopefully it picks up again and takes off. So yeah. Mate, the quality of the stuff is... I'm actually just updating it to now, mate, because I'll forget. <laughs> and, um, the, quality, the quality of the stuff is really, really good. So, as I said, I would I would urge um, everybody to go and have a look and, and message you and see what you can do, because you're doing a couple of things as well for clubs in Northern Ireland, I believe. Aye, so, um, the, 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 well, not that many people will probably know them, but the, the, probably the most famous one is, is Linfield. Um so um, the Mighty Belfast Linfield, who I actually played for at one stage as well. Um, so um, many, many moons ago, obviously being an old fart now. So, um, but yeah, so we're going to be we're designing some cards for Linfield and another big team over here, Lauren. Um, and we're actually giving them their like Player of the Year award cards as well because it's something quite novel here because we only really have a full a couple of full time teams. So everything over here is quite sort of. It's almost sort of Scottish League Division One, sort of you know Championship level. So um, yeah, so we're gonna we're, we're doing stuff like that there. But yeah, hopefully hopefully that bit takes off and it'll help it'll help drive the business up a wee bit. Yeah, so yeah, it's going good. Geo yeah, man, cool. catch yourself on. I know all about the fucking Linfield <laughs> man. All right, that's, nice. that's class, mate. Not bad. Great, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll try. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try a Scottish one later, mate. After I finish my wine. <laughs> you know as posh as me, mate. You know as posh. Yeah. No. 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 As posh as snags. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I I actually used to be over in, in Scotland quite a lot because in the in the sort of early noughties, uh, a couple of mates of mine played for Rangers. Um. Well, in and out of the first team and, and sort of that sort of level. So I, I was over practically every weekend, sort of going out with them and watching the games and stuff. So. It would have been it would have been quite a quite a common thing over there for me to be, be over almost every weekend, so it was good. Good man, good. And there's uh, Forest Eleven underscore Grace saying thanks to Joe for all of the card. Looks great. So there's a wee bit of there's a wee bit of um, love coming in for you, mate. Um, we Jamesy, as we know, Denny's Denny's challenge. He's he's laps of Ibrox. Um, Class. He's Legend. coming up to to finishing it off, and the total so far. Is three thousand eight hundred and thirty pounds. So thanks on behalf 
uh, Jamesy and obviously his family. Thanks to everybody who has donated to that because that's sensational. That's a sensational amount of money, and we still have a few weeks to go as well. Um, so I'm delighted for Jamesy and fair play. Um, and I've seen these wee plat things that get delivered for one of our uh, listeners, which is just that was stunning as well with the trophy and stuff like that. And he deserves it. So keep going, Jamesy, um, and we'll all be there to cheer you on. This is only the second podcast domestically, right? I'm taking Europe away, right? Because obviously we had to defeat the Slavia Prague. But this is only the second podcast, lads, that we've had to discuss a Rangers defeat in domestic competition. I don't like it. Fucking soft it out, right? Because I don't like it, right? And make sure it doesn't happen too often, please, because I'm not happy about it. Um, however, it is done. Now, everybody will have an opinion on it. Everybody will have the there you go. That's, that's a, I suppose that's the most important thing, Snags, is that big trophy's home at least. And that is the most important thing. However, we probably could and should have had a treble, really, if we're thinking about it, right? So, Paul, I'll come to you first, mate. Sunday, what happened? I blacked it out. I've got no idea. Um <laughs> I, th- I think that's the best thing, you know, my, my mental uh, fragility that I have just now, I, I think it was it tipped me over the no. Um, I it's, it was, it's really hard to put your finger on what exactly went wrong. Um, I mean, we, we picked probably our, our strongest level we probably could at the time. Um, we thought after the week before, or the Wednesday before, where they played a lot of fringe players, we, we actually said in this podcast, oh, well, you know, it'll be a different animal at the weekend. Um, well, what we, sh- we, should, we should be relatively comfortable. We can't play as bad as we did there. Well, I'm afraid we did play as bad, if not worse, um, with a stronger team. Um, for me, um, the way I'm looking at it is I think we've got a real issue in, in sitting midfield um, with Ryan Jacks not there. There's no defensive ball winner, um, and that needs to be addressed. And that's something that uh, Stevie G and the uh, management team are going to have to try and do. Um, Aribo just didn't doesn't fit in with playing in that midfield position very well. He's, he's much better in a more advanced role. Number 10 uh, position is of uh, like a false nine or something like that. He's really good in that. He's excellent in the right cutting in, as we saw against Celtic and uh, the Sunday beforehand. Uh, I think with the thoughts of Ryan Jack with his injuries, he's getting just now, he's well, lucky to get 15 games a season at him. So it's, it's, it's cruel as it sounds, we need to look at a replacement um, for if he's unfit. Uh, and then maybe we take them around, but we need we need to strengthen the midfield. That was I think that's what's let us down. I mean, Stephen Stevie Davis has been phenomenal, as we said so many times. He's a Rolls Royce of a player, but he's looking a bit leggy now. You know what I mean? He's starting to get a bit tired towards the end of the season. He's played so much football. I mean, he's, he's still motoring on and motoring on, but I think 120 minutes worth of football is going to take it out of him. And I don't mean to be disrespectful in any way, shape, or form with that because the guy's an absolute machine. Um, Scotty Arfield was always coming towards the end of his, his career, so we, we need to start looking at strengthening that sort of centre midfield and get a defensive midfielder in. That's where we lost it, in my opinion. We, we just we just couldn't control the match from there. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, mate. Um, just before we go, I've actually got the football one here, the Man United game and the Arsenal game. Man United just went one a lot in case anybody's interested, right? Because I know everybody watches us instead of them. Um, <laughs> and Rangers thingy, and a lot of people beat me to it in the comments, but. Andy Firth has extended his contract at Rangers. Fair play to Andy boy. He's loving life in there, Brilliant. isn't he? Absolutely loving life. Social um, media guru. Excellent. Social social media guru. <laughs> so so going, going back to the weekend, I agree with you, Paul. Totally. Um, I, I was kind of disappointed that we didn't get that reaction at the traps straight away and, and pinning them back. And 
Of course, you could wait up with the amount of chance you've been missed second half that the game should have been dead and buried, regardless of how well we played or no, which is also true. But I don't know. It's just it's very, very tough to take. Both games against St Johnston were 30 seconds for winning it. And we do something stupid with the ball. Ends up up the other end of the park and all of a sudden we lose, or we draw on Wednesday and then we lose eventually um, in, the, in the Cup on Sunday. I don't know. Uh, Gio, what was your thoughts on it, mate, yourself? Because we, we spoke a wee bit during the game, or texted a wee bit during the game, and you could see it coming, couldn't you, the minute they scored that goal? You just knew it wasn't really going to be your day. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, taking what Paul said, I've agreed agree with that 100%. I think the, the problem is when you take Ryan Jack out of there, we've got some fantastic footballers, ballers, absolute ballers, Stephen Davis, Arebo, Kamara, lovely, silky footballers, but I don't think there's a lot of them that want to do the dirty work. And you just wanted someone there to sort of say, well, calm down a wee second or leave a tackle in and, and hit somebody a wee bit and get a bit of a reaction from the rest of the team. And, you know, maybe it's just a bit of scar tissue for me mentally, but there's definitely, st- as great as we have been all season, I think there's still a wee bit of mental fragility there amongst the guys that when they do lose that wee goal, they start looking around for a leader and going, right, who's going to grab us here? Who's going to take us forward? And I just don't think there's anyone, when you take a Ryan Jack out of there, and you take, obviously, Alfie off, there isn't anybody there who's going to rattle a few cages. Do you, do you know what I mean? And, that, and I, yeah. I think, for me, we massively missed that um, at the weekend there. And just somebody just to maybe st- stick a boot in or leave a tackle in or something like that there. Just something just to get things going a wee bit and the right things up. Because I was saying to you, I mean, we made Liam Craig, of all people, look like Pirlo. You know, the boy was taking the ball off the back three and he's swinging it about left, right and centre. And I'm sitting going... This guy looks phenomenal, but it's Liam Craig. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I just think there's a wee bit of scar tissue there, Scott. I mean, you know, and I think, you know, moving forward, like what Paul said there, you, you know, as much as we hate to say it, we need to find somebody who will step in and do that role that Ryan Jack does. Because I don't think Ryan Jack's got 20 games in him every season because he's just, he's five games in, five games out. And that's all you're going to get from him for the next couple of years, I think. Yeah. Snagsy, how can we, how can we miss... Yeah, I know he's a goalkeeper, but how can we miss the jolly green fucking giant at six foot, whatever he is, standing right in the middle of your six-yard box and don't fucking mark him? What's the script with that, man? Dude, let's not forget he was also wearing fluorescent gear. I mean, it couldn't have been more fucking obvious. (laughs) Hi! Hi, hello! Oh, on my head, that's it. Yes, just on my head, just there. That's perfect. Thank you, boom. Thanks very much. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Mate, that's that's pretty much how it went down. But... You know, just just to talk about that that move in in, in particular, you know, the uh, St. Johnson forwards, Mark Talon McGregor, two on one to stop him from getting out of that corner that he was in to punch the ball away. All of our players were man for man marking, which left the keeper all in his all in his Jack Jones, and there was only one place the ball was going to go. And even then, we didn't even try and attack it. It was it was absolute comedy. Absolute comedy. But just to touch on, on what Paul and Gio said, we suffer from single-man dependency, and we have now for a couple of seasons, and that definitely needs addressing ASAP, as we've just seen. Obviously, it's it's improved over the past couple of seasons because we're starting to kind of see a slightly more consistent performance, but if it, you know, post-Christmas break. Mm-hmm. But if we're really honest with ourselves, December is when the game management started to decline for the reasons just stated, because... As soon as James Tavernier got injured, obviously Nathan Parsons came and done a fantastic job. 
Ryan Jack out of the team, Scott Arfield at the team. I mean, Davis and, and Jack are that midfield to anchor, right? Obviously, when the wing-backs bomb forward, they do the dirty work, like Gio said. And um, as, as I think it was Paul what said, you know, we've, we've, we've got cover in the team um, to work those positions, but they're just not defensively minded. And that shows it upsets the balance. And when I saw the team sheet on Wednesday night and Scotty Arfield hadn't made the side, I was, I was mm. like... I knew at that point, I, I thought, the balance is fucked, Oribo's going to come back and it's just not going to work. And fair play to St Johnston, by the way, aggressive in the press, every time the ball went to Conor Golson, two, two, man, two, two man and one, no time whatsoever, so we were launching the ball forward to nobody a lot of the time, turnover of possession really quick, and like Gio says, making Liam fucking whatever his face is, I don't even know his sick name, I don't know fucking any other team, I don't care, um, look like fucking Pirlo. It was just, it was just ridiculous, um, and obviously once, once, once the inevitable happened, and penalties came, and Paul sees did his usual thing where he texted and said, "I've got a bad feeling about this, ruining it for everybody." I just thought that's it. Paul sees has ruined it for everybody. We're going to lose, and that's what happened. So thanks. I've been in this movie before. Oh, oh, fucking not, right. Uh, if he's oh, not oh, crashing oh. boats, he's losing Rangers games. I mean, what's <laughs> up with this guy? So it's not. Yeah, yeah. I, I must have hold my hand. I apologise. Rangers loss against the Johnson was totally my fault, and never these DHK um, replica strips come from China was also my fault. <laughs> See. <laughs> I've been telling you for ages. Fucking, what's this say on it? Hold on. I know. <laughs> oh, and just before you move on, Scott, can I just say to Gio, by the way, I, I have been privy to some of your uh, future work for a mutual friend of ours. And can I just say, it's some of the best cards I've ever seen in my fucking life. And I cannot wait till they go on sale is this, because is this I will buy friend, them. Does this mutual friend draw quite well? Well, I didn't want to give any names away of that, you know, but it could, could be the same guy. And in fact, I might feature this guy. I, don't, I wouldn't know what to say. Nice. It's, it's nice. exceptional. Absolutely exceptional, Thanks, Gio. And I cannot Thank wait. You. So please keep an eye out for Gio's page because these things are going to vanish fucking ASAP. Thank you, mate. And fucking get following him. Um, fucking right. <laughs> do, do, do you know the biggest, my biggest thing is? Andy Firth was following me in my old account and now he's gone. What? Andy, yeah. we've got you a mention. Get fucking following Gio again, please. Aye. Don't just be the fucking chief motivational officer Aye. of Rangers. Exactly. You know what I mean? Be the social media guy as well. No, no penny for none, you fucking mad tadger. Buy all the boys a card. I can't wait till we get Andy on here. It's going to be amazing. I know. Fucking brilliant. He'll be doing around the podcast next. <laughs> Calm. Morelos goes off on uh, Sunday. Now, here's my problem, right? Sometimes I think, obviously, Gerard likes his system, and there's nothing wrong with his system. It's worked terrifically well for us all season. However, I could see, as a daft football fan, I could see on Sunday that their three centre halves were quite happy passing Alfie between them. Alfie kind of got in, get into the game in the second half, and he played a wee bit better, and he missed his chances, obviously, and he was unlucky. Um, However, I would have liked maybe for 10, 15 minutes for us to unsettle them by putting another person up front, maybe. Stick somebody up with Alfie, change the shape slightly, get them thinking, get them working on what's happening. Um, he brings on Roof. For me, Kamar Roof doesn't date anywhere near enough. It was expected him to, to take Alfie out of that team completely or for somebody that we can rely on when Alfie inevitably does move on. What's your thoughts on the Morello substitution and also Kamar Roof's contribution? Well, first of all, thanks very much for asking me after Snagsy because he's speaking about fucking everything and occupying the left half space and everything. And I can just sit and say, "Ah, well, we're a bit shit." <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, 
Then he put yourself down, mate. Then he put yourself down. Nobody, nobody talks fucking drunk toilet tactics better than you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're the fucking star of the show, mate. <laughs> yep. All right. No. Well, it was a bit shit, as I said previously. Um, I, I just don't. I, this is why maybe I'm not in football, but maybe this is why I should be in football. I don't. I didn't agree with the substitution at the time because just. Roof's work rate, obviously, wasn't enough for me to to warrant Alfie coming off. Yes, if you put them them both up up top as a as a partnership, then perhaps we could have gotten different results. And he, he couldn't have known that Roof would have been so ineffective before. But I just I don't see the sort of I, I don't actually see the logic. Maybe can someone can explain to me why you would take a player like Alfredo Morales, who's known for getting goals, who's known for a rugged type of style of play in a game like that where we are struggling. So that straight away that goes over my head. And the next thing is that I, I just think that we are with a team where everybody can say that we've been unlucky with injuries, but that those are part and parcel of the game. And I think that the thing that worries me is if if you take anybody out of that team it seems like we miss them. There's just too many, too many variables in that team where we can drop performance. You take Jack out of there, we've been poor. You take Tavernier out of there, fair play to Nathan Parson, who's had a brilliant season. You take Davis out of there, we'll lose something. You take Manalis out of there, we don't have our bite. It's just there's too many players, and you have to realise that injuries are part of the game, and we need a squad where you take someone out, someone else is ready to drop into their place straight away. And I think that was evident that we don't have that against St. Johnson. Definitely. I, th- I just think changing the shape, Paul, what's your thoughts? See, just changing the shape for 15 minutes, unsettling them, uh, maybe push Kent through the middle with Morelos. No saying Kent's a striker, but see, just for that 15, 20 minutes, it gives them something else to think about. It gives the three centre-halves who have been told all week, this is oh well, they've seen it firsthand when, when they played us. This is how we're going to. This is how they're going to come at us. See, just for that, just that quarter of an hour, if we just have changed it up, I think I think that helps a wee bit. You know what I mean? It might know and, we, and it might flop, but I don't know. It's just it was one of the game. My dad texts me at half time um, on Sunday and says to me, "You didn't realise we're going out the cup, didn't you? Because this is no chance that we're going through here. The luck just isn't with us." And then it started to kind of. You know, I mean, unfold like that way. Morelos hitting the post and, and everything else that followed suit. Xander Clark covered just the game his life um, as well. And and I'm thinking to myself, fucking negative as usual, him. Do you know what I mean? Come on, get fucking behind him. Here we go. We'll nick it somewhere and we'll get through. And obviously he's proved right. But, I mean, I don't know, just change it up slightly. Just for a quarter of an hour. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, at the beginning of last season, up into about Christmas time, we're doing that. We're, we're sort of flipping and flopping between like a four-three-three and a four-four-two, uh, and, and a three-five-two, all between all uh, all during the match, and it was really confusing. I think we we discussed it before, um, but we seem to sit uh, sitting rigid now in four-four-three-three, and that's it doesn't seem to move from that, and that's what it is. And it's the and it's the as Callum pointed out, you know, it's the lack of physicality we have in the team, the lack of bite. We've got some beautiful ball players and stuff like that. But you take away people like Morelos and Jack and that, the guys that are coming in are very, very good. Actually, fantastic footballs, but there's a very, it's a lack of bite. And, that, and and I think your dad was right. You could see you could see the way the game was unfolding in front of us. We weren't aggressive enough. We weren't clinical enough. 
And I, as you say, when we stacked at the post and Santa Clark's having the game of his life, he just thought to this isn't going to be our night, you know? Mm-hmm. And and that that's the way it turned out. But hey, it's that, that's football. That's how the game works that way sometimes, you know? I mean, it's just, it's desperately disappointing because as you point out at the opening, we the treble was there for us this year. You know, it's just two very poor cup results. And I don't know whether the players switched off. I don't know whether they thought, ah, well, you know, it's only St. Mellon and it's only St. Johnson. We'll breeze this, you know. Um, you, you can't do that. You simply can't do that. Because to, to these teams, this is their cup final. Do you know what I mean? And they will always up the game. Get guys who are, who are average players will turn out to be absolute fucking superstars, like Gio says with Liam Craig, and absolutely turned out to look like fucking Perlow. Purely because he played exceptionally well, and we let him play exceptionally yeah. well. Take one of them away. No, it's just you know there's, there's, there's no aggressiveness, there was no bite, there was no steel, there was, and you don't want to say lack of professionalism because I very much doubt that. But I think they maybe thought, yeah, we, our strongest living's out here. Yeah, we just we could we could win this in second gear. No, because we've been playing in second gear since December, really. And it's, we've got through the, by the skin of our teeth because our best players have been there and we've had that bit of bite fight. Didn't have that last week and it really showed no Jack, no Arfield. We were in trouble at that point. I think that, that bothered me more than more than anything else is because you said that um, it certainly isn't lack of professionalism, but I, I, I would struggle to see anyone convince me that they were, we were played off the park. Um, Sander Clark, obviously, that, that's a fantastic performance. I think for Tuama, he was he was wonderful. He had a good game, but I I don't think they were particularly fantastic, and that's what that, that's what bothers me. I think it was Gio that said at the start that there was a bit of scar tissue there, and I think that's a perfect way to describe it. It's that um, there is that sort of that doubt in the back of our mind and we've we've put that to the back of our mind for the majority of this season but it's it's still very much there and I think that potentially I'm sure we'll come on to the fact that we've beaten Celtic in the last round but I also think that played a part if we, we've beaten Celtic who are supposed to be the, the best team in the country still says their manager um, and we've we've gone into this game in second gear I think and it's just not it's not the way we want to at all. When Stephen Gerrard's talking about the fact that he's still hungry for more, he wants more than I, I expect to see a team that's hungry for more. I expect to see players on the pitch who share his, his enthusiasm and his, his determination for more trophies, but I, I didn't see that at all. Well, just to address staunch cold Steve Kenston's <laughs> comment here. Right? I know you don't now, dare say that. Now, now, to keep the stone cold theme going, I'll just say, What? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need him. <laughs> we, we, we don't need an over-the-hill average footballer who was, most, who was the most protected for the last 10 years by the SFA and the Scottish referees. No, we don't need somebody like that. If they want somebody who's going to spoil the play and stick a foot in, you've got a Scott here whose name, his second name is a different colour, but will wear the jersey with distinction and pride and day's best. Okay, I'll put myself forward. I'll put listen. I'll put myself forward, and I'll take on that role. Best at best at shelf. Scott is very very good at shelves. Listen, um, <laughs> can I can I just mention two things here? One, never ever put that name below me again. I was embarrassed there having that name underneath me. Don't do that again. Do you hear me? I'm, I'm ripping the contract up live on this podcast. I'll do it. I'll do it right now. I'm telling you, don't do that again. 
But secondly, <clears throat> secondly, just to support what you guys were saying regards um, obviously professionalism and stuff like that, I just want to make a couple of points. One is um, obviously the partisan ban. I said it in the chat there. The partisan ban played a massive factor in this, right? We would never have wanted to play um, 60 minutes for Tav versus St. Johnston last time around and a full 130 minutes, whatever it was, um, uh, on Sunday. That would never have happened. Um, but unfortunately, our hand was forced because of because of the SFA and the ban and stuff like that. So that was that was a factor. But also Kamal Roof, somebody mentioned in the chat there that, that he's, no, he's no fully fit. And that's a kind of juxtaposition because... Yeah. Obviously, when he comes into the game, he's going to run the channels better than Morelos does. Let's you know, let's be honest here. He's he he was brought into the team because of the runs he makes and obviously the skill and goals that he scores. But he's but he's not quite there yet. And obviously, we were expecting a bit of magic for him um, when he when he came on. But it wasn't really going to happen because he wasn't quite fit. But he's got to get minutes under his belt because we'll likely need to play him at the weekend, uh, depending on fitness. So it's mm. I'm no I'm, I'm not trying to make excuses, but I'm just seeing it for you know that 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 sort of lens. Um, and I think. Um, all those things certainly played a factor. Billy, you're a cheeky bastard, by the way. <laughs> Great news. The gaffer's just texted me. Thanks for the offer, Scott. I keep looking if that's okay with you. Thanks very much, mate. That's all for easy. By the way, it's all happening in this Man United game. Seriously, two minutes after Man United score, Pogba gives away a penalty, Roma equalise, and now the Roma goalkeepers just had to go off. I know I'm not interested in it, but it's, it's, it's fucking gone. Bonkers. Um. Scott, <laughs> Scott, see here before you move on, mate, I just want to say that Rangers had 15 shots, eight, eight on target that whole game, and St. Johnston had eight and four on target. So that gives you an idea of the opportunities that we had and didn't take. Definitely, mate. We, t- we take our chances, by the way. We're winning that four or five. Do you know what I mean? That's the, you know, the, you're thinking the Morelos chances alone, the one in the first half, the header yeah. off the post. Yeah. It's just unlucky. The, the first team's probably poor finishing high, but the second team, you should bust an eight, mate. Of course they should, but... Can I, just, can I just say as well, Xander Clark did, did have a magnificent game and I was quite disappointed actually uh, in all seriousness with uh, his brother Ross on Twitter getting absolute fucking dog's abuse. Right. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, Xander Clark's a Rangers fan, Ross is a Rangers fan. Revoke his season ticket, mate. Play yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, um, the, his brother was, you know, he was... He was taking the piss out of his, out of his brother Xander for, you know, for doing that stuff, saying that's it, you're disowned, etc. etc. And then then he started getting abuse. You know, he said, Oh, he's with my brother, yeah, he's, he's done this and that, but he's still my brother, so I'd like to congratulate him for getting through, even though it's against my team. And the guy gets fucking dogs abuse, and there's no need for that. You no, know what I mean? mate, there's no, there's no. Gio, um, I'm going to come to Snagsy as well on this, but I'll come to you first, mate. Snagsy and myself and everybody in the podcast have been very, very. Um, you know, we've been hugely behind Alan McGregor this year and what he's done and what he's achieved, as we should be, because he's been incredible. However, I put on I put on Twitter and it got a bit of a controversial response. Don't get me wrong, I would say the majority agreed, but there was some who didn't. Should your goalkeeper come and collect the ball in his own six-yard box when it's right in front of him, right in front of the big jolly green giant, right in front of the middle of his goal? thousand percent, man. A thousand percent. You know what? I, I mean... You know, we've been pretty fortunate to have some cracking keepers over the years. Um, you know, obviously, I, I mean, but for me, the one feeling of McGregor is that he doesn't come for that ball and he never yeah. comes for that ball. He's a fantastic shot stopper. He's a great reactionist. He has he has unbelievable agility for a guy at 38. Um, but, you know, let, let's be honest, Xander Clark was two feet, three feet away from him. You know, yeah, you know, and and you know, no matter how tall Sandra Clark is, he cannot out jump Alan McGregor if he comes and gets that ball. So, you know, I think in the grand scale of things, 
we've probably overlooked that a wee bit because we're all in a bit of shock that their goalkeeper had managed to assist the goal. Um, but yeah, a, a thousand percent, man. I think he definitely should have. He should have been claiming that. And you know, that is that a difference from McLaughlin? McLaughlin would probably come for that ball, but he isn't maybe as good in other areas just yet. But yeah, I think I think we were I think we were probably overlooked that whole thing a wee bit, and when when the whole Ferrari happened. Snagsy, you come in on that, mate, because obviously you you in your opinion, Al McGregor is the greatest goalkeeper our clubs ever had, and I don't think there is many who would who would disagree with that. To be quite honest with you, myself included. However, I just think Sunday he should take a wee bit of his portion of the blame for their goal. Oh, totally, mate. I mean, it was you know, like I said earlier, it was it was pretty obvious what was what was about to happen. Um, and Alan McGregor should have, you know, done a fucking Hulk Hogan ripped his t-shirt off and fucking smashed through the two guys that were on him. Do you know what I mean? And and made that ball his because ultimately two things would have happened. One is he would have punched through Xander, whatever his name is, his fucking head, and got you know and smashed the ball away at the same time. They'd have got a penalty. Oh, he's got the ball, and that's it. You know, and it's and it and it's and it saved us the embarrassment. But unfortunately, neither of those two things happened, and here we fucking are. <laughs> Oh, sorry about that. I didn't mean it really, Scott. I, was just I don't kidding. think he agrees, why, actually. Why, 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 did, why did you scare him off? I mean, well, he fucking deserved it, Paul. It's his, what a stupid question. You know what I mean? He's back. He just wanted to be in the middle, didn't he? He just wanted to be in the middle. Fucking ego on that guy, yeah. He just wants to be the meat in the Paul and Geo sandwich. That's what that is. That's a sandwich. That's a good sandwich, aren't it? It is, yeah. I wonder how long it's going to be before Paul at Sea starts talking about how they're all the best and when they're fucking... It's like fucking school, Callum. It's like school. You know what I mean? It'd be saying that you know we're up the front of the bus and they're up the back. The cool kids and that. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking chucking their fucking recorder cases at us and that. You know what I mean? Fuck you. Fuck Please, you. someone who's got a lot of time, go back in the back of your podcast videos and see whenever I'm up the top because I, I feel like I'm always down here. But now I'm with Snagty, it's actually all right. Mate, the champions are, mate. Champions live here. Battle fever after dark, whether you're top or bottom, doesn't fucking matter, mate. Oh, oh, well, oh, well. Apologies, apologies to the viewers for that. We're going to a very dark place, very. It's 25 to 9. You cannot talk between tops and bottoms. It's ridiculous. Right, Craig has said Andy Firth would have came for it. I'm, I'm cutting it at that, right? Fucking hell. Move and on. Well, has anyone ever seen Andy Firth play a game of football? Yes. Um, one time. One time. Come on. That's right, Ike. Come on, didn't he? Aye, yeah. he conceded. Well, Barna Barisic conceded yeah. a penalty and Andy Firth didn't save it. Shite. Shouldn't I go his contract right. extension? Do you know why he didn't save it? I just told him this. He, he told me the reason he didn't save it is because he, he, he deliberately dived the wrong way because he knew that if he dived the right way and uh, to catch the ball, it would have smashed the GoPro that was attached to his chest. <laughs> so that's what it was about. So, you know, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was live streaming at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, By the way, I'm getting a bit of a reputation here. Just wanted to be the centre of attention. That's fucking terrible. Um, so, moving on, right, and what I would like to say, last thing on, on the St. Johnston game and the shitey cup defeat is, what we've said here on this podcast, right, shows you that we will praise the team to the help when they deserve it, 
and we'll also criticise them when they deserve it as well. That doesn't mean to say that we don't think the club have had a tremendous season on the park and we have achieved what we set out to achieve. However, we should be able to call it out when it's poor and when we should be doing better. And that's that's obviously what we've done here. I mean, we, I've even brought up the fact Alan McGregor did he come for a ball. Is, uh, am I criticising McGregor? Probably in that instance, I Does McGregor deserve to be criticised this season? Certainly fucking no, because he's been tremendous. Um, but that's that's what you get, at least with us as, as fans, guys who have emotions about the club, and emotions run high when we get beat. And it's why no very often we'll do a podcast after we get beat <laughs> live. <laughs> Because we'll all get fucking banned for the ground, okay? You know what? Because... I I always think about this when I watch I, I watch uh, CG Novo's videos after the game, and I I said to my girlfriend, you know what? I actually could not do that because I'm a bit of a bam after a game. I'm like fucking rip the whole team up. Do you know what I mean? I'm not actually like that, but there's there's no way that you cannot let emotions fly high after that. So props to anyone that thinks that they can stream after a game like that. What do you what? mean you're a bit of a bam after the game? You're a bit of a bam <laughs> during it and before it. Fucking steaming on a Wednesday night, mate. You're a bam, full stop. Ah, exactly. A drunken bam. <laughs> Don't you listen to him, Callum. He's fucking wanting to talk about drunken bams. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> fucking beer can in the washing machine. All right, we're not going to go there. Yes, ah, exactly. I, I, I've been drunk once in my life. Tonight. And it was live on air for everyone to see me. Yeah. We won't mention me falling into a hedge at the Ramstein gig either. Mark. <laughs> I me saying to you, Paul, it's easy to be a bit drunk, aren't you? No. Fucking ah, yeah. <laughs> me and Simi were fucking pissing ourselves. Like, oh, look at Paul, it's easy. Do you know what? See, um, it wasn't the last time I was on here, the time before that. And I was a wee bit steaming. And so, one of Nicole's uh, <laughs> friends. <laughs> sent her a message saying that her mum and dad were watching it. I'm like, oh, there's Kyle. Look, he's out. He's fucking chicken. <laughs> you know, embarrassing when your your girlfriend's friends, mum and dad, are seeing you, Stephen, on air, really? live, being a bam. Listen, listen. It'll no take it. That that podcast we had after the 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 league win was Money epic. Angel. It, it, it was epic. It added to it the fact that Paul started drunk, got mere drunk, then had to leave. And the fact that Marcel and Jeep, who lasted the duration, started all right, and then just slowly but surely were just getting there and getting there and getting there. <laughs> and that's it, it, it was a tremendous, a tremendous podcast. And uh, they're the kind of ones we like today, but I am not doing ones where we get beat because we'll, we'll, I'll get fucking banned. Do you know what? It often comes up on my YouTube suggested videos, and it's you. It's the photo with that fucking cap on and the scarf. And oh man, that is so funny. Just, even the thumbnail of the video, you can tell that you're fucked. It's fantastic, man. Uh, it was it it's, nobody often you see something that makes you laugh every single time you see it. But that's, that is beautiful. And what Nicholas says here is true. It's what makes the pod. It's true emotions of, of being fans. It's true reflection of how life is as a Rangers fan, right? Myself, you know, I can speak for all the guys that's on this pod to know. We are journalists. We're not in the media. I don't, class, I don't class myself as fan media because I am not that qualified, all right? So this is just a Rangers supporter venting, and it has been the night. Um, obviously, when we've got Derek in that one, we need to watch what we're saying because he is actually a fucking journalist and we can't slag on that too much. I forgot he was in the group chat the other day and I says, we're no journalists. 
We can slag them. You're for, now, wait, apart from Derek, he's a fucking journalist. He's <laughs> <laughs> a good journalist. That's, that's, that's why he typed Derek Clark has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> he's not in here. He's taking all his data milks and he's going to fuck with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Guy. Um, Good guy. Um, so moving on to, to next week. <coughs> um, Neil's actually got a crack comment there before we go. I started a League One podcast sober and ended up weekend trying to keep up with policies. <laughs> Fatal. Love it. Fatal. Love it. Hey Scott, uh, see, see you before you move on to the weekend, by the way. Can I just mention yes. one last thing? So it, I don't I don't know if you know this, but both Rangers and Celtic have only won a domestic treble seven times in their entire history. That's 150 years, you know what I mean? Obviously Celtic had a couple, you know, for a laugh, uh, when we obviously went in the dream um, in the in the league. But um Certainly for us, you know, I don't think we should put too much pressure on ourselves as a team in transition, uh, not getting it this season, although it would have been nice to have it. And also, mate, we were, what, four trebles ahead of them until we ten, they, they give us a heater out the fucking league and they managed to catch Aye. up with us. So, you know, we had to restart for scratch. But anyway, that's that's fucking by the by, right? We'll not yeah. even discuss that. We could even go into this Nancy about how Chris Kane should have been sent off before he scored the goal on Sunday. And, you know, but that would be a very Celtic thing to do and we're not like that. Ah, we got no, beat. No, fuck that. The best team won. Let's move on. <laughs> Aye. Not that I'm bitter about it. Fucking bastard. Speaking of bitter... There are um, a certain club for the other side of Glasgow who are, who are coming over to our beautiful home of the champions on Sunday and looking to, for a start, possibly try and score a goal against us. Um, that is the unknown goal. Um, and also to, 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 to try and do what nobody else has done so far, and that's beat Rangers in the league. Beat Rangers domestically in 90 minutes, which no other club, remember, has done this season because we've been knocked out of both Cups one in extra time, one in penalties. Nobody has beaten us domestically in 90 minutes. Tough, tough task for the best side in the country. Um, but I'm sure it's one that they'll, that they'll take on and try with, with, you know, with the usual vigour. And if they don't get where they want to be, they'll blame every other bastard but themselves. Um, Paul, see, Swiss, our thoughts ahead of the game on Sunday, mate. A dead rubber in terms of what it's worth. However, it's an old firm game, which means three points. An old firm game on the back of a cup defeat. Three points and a performance is a requirement, please, Mr. Stephen Gerrard. Do you know, until I saw it on the internet this morning, I completely forgot it's them we're playing this weekend because I've, I just, just, it just didn't even register. You know, it's just because it's, 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 it was just another league match and I thought, oh, actually, yeah, that's right. So we are playing this weekend. Yeah, that's okay. Um, as you say, it's a, it's, it's a dead rubber in many respects, but you should never look upon an old firm match as a dead rubber. Um, yeah, we, should, we should be looking to, to win them all, and uh, I'm very, very hopeful that we will. Um, we haven't been playing well at all. Let's be brutally honest about it. We really haven't. A, 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 the cup match against them aside, um, I fully expect us to... Um, Come out the blocks quicker this time. Noted, please take note, team. Do it fucking properly this time. Um, so I, I think Stevie J had to put a fucking rock up their asses because let's let's. Be, I don't want to dwell on it too much, but that was fucking unacceptable. The last two results have been fucking unacceptable, especially Sundays. So I expect them to come back bigger, bolder, stronger, more fire, more fight, more bite, and uh, take the match. To them, because if you if you if you sit back and let them come at us, 
you get people like McGregor, people like Forrest who can run at us and they will cause you problems. So there's no there's no point in denying it. They are for, for all the they are pretty points behind us and stuff like that. They are still a pretty decent team and they've, they've still got some pretty potent weapons in there. Um, and, and once again, weapons, you can read that how you want. They've got some really important weapons in there. Um, and, and, and they, 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 could, they, could, they could do they could do some serious damage. I mean, I mean Edwards, uh, Forrest, McGregor, uh, El, Elianusi, they, they, these guys can score goals. Um, so we want to try and stop them doing that, getting about them, getting their faces, do the high press, keep them out of our, out of our box, keep them out of our half. Take the match to them. That's all we have to do. If we take the match to them, we'll be fine. Definitely. Um, Gio, following on from what Paul was saying there, they're 20 points behind us, not because of their offensive, you know, the, the way they are in attacking. You know, that is their strongest point if we think about it. Really defensively, they're very, very poor. So we have to get at their back line. I think, I mean, does MD know, is Big Calander fit for Sunday? Because I think Big Calander, again, probably key is the cup tie. If Calander plays, uh, Calander stays on, who knows, you know, positionally, yeah. that might not happen. And um, mm. so, you know, Calander, I think, key is for Sunday as well. A few questions, Gio, which you can answer yourself, mate, here as well, and get your opinion is does Scott Wright start against them? I, I think he. He should, but I don't think Gerard has the trust in him just yet. And I think he, he'll start with the usual. He'll have Roof out wide. He'll have he'll have Alfie up front, and he'll have Kent out left. It, you know, and and I think we've probably overlooked the fact that Hollander might be out, and we're about to start. Um, Simpson, Jack Simpson. Um, well, Jay's he saying Hollander is out here. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, I, Jack Jack Simpson's obviously gonna is a, is a decent player. Have we seen enough of him really? I don't think so. Um, you know, I don't, but I don't think, I think when the chips are down, Gerard doesn't experiment too much. And I think he'll go with a tried and tested as usual. I would love to see Scott Wright start because in his appearances so far, and even in the cameo when he came on the other night for the last 30 or 40 minutes, he, he actually done what we wanted him to do, which was drive at people. But I think he'll just go with the usual tried and tested, which worries me a wee bit because we spoke about the likes of um, Joe Rebo playing in that midfield position, and he just doesn't have that wee bit of guile, and he isn't able to do the things that he can do when he's a wee bit further forward. So I'm a wee bit worried. Maybe Scott Arfield will be back, and he'll slot into that midfield position, but again, I can't see it. So I think we're going to be further weakened in that area, which worries me a wee bit, mate, I have to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, Neil says, with Scott on Sunday, that the game's left this season a lot more in the box sticking exercises. Rangers have to set out to utterly batter that minging mob. No, we have to remember and weigh this up here that the reason why the box, the, t- the games that left are tick box exercises is because Rangers have wrapped up the earliest league title in history. And that has to be put into context here, not just best on Sunday. You know, we've been tremendous this season, we've wrapped up early doors. Agreed, mate. And uh, nothing can take that away from us. You know what I mean? It's uh, as much as uh, obviously we want to batter our old firm rivals, but, um, you know, for, for reasons which, which, which Gio has quite rightly stated, um, I don't fancy it to be a high scoring affair. Let's put it that way. And uh, obviously, I'll, I'll judge it when the team sheet comes in. But at this moment in time, I don't. I'm not feeling good about it. So you know, I think we can hope for a draw at best. Um, but you know, depending on 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 how we line up, will obviously depend on how we do in the game. But I. Carl, do we agree? Uh, yes, I do actually. I, I don't. I don't think we're. I'm gonna go out here and say, "Oh, for no Rangers." Um, I, I'm not. I'm not. 
an old firm game to me never means nothing. Do you know what I mean? It never means nothing, even if you're twenty points clear. Um, but I, I don't, I don't go into this game feeling like we'll absolutely bar them. I would like to think that the the, the players all all recognise that a bit of complacency has slipped in, and they'll say, right, we need to fucking remind them where they belong. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, like see, I like to see you do that on the side yes <laughs> yes Callum exactly <laughs> that <laughs> um, but I just like I, it all depends I think that I, I don't actually know I think you, you would have to see the, the, the team sheet Gio was saying that he um, I've totally forgotten my fucking train of thought no, but see, see, but honestly, but see what you're saying. But see what you're saying. I, I think you're right, mate. The, the problem, the problem is, Rangers teams of old would have went out there after getting beaten that match the other night, and actually would have went out and went, "We're going to pump you, no matter what. We're going to beat you. We're going to destroy you, and we're going to go through you." That's the thing. There's five of us here, and probably everyone in the comments. We just don't know, and we're we're all kind of unsure what what Rangers are going to turn up. What Rangers going to turn up? The are, the, are, the, can, are the phenomenal the Rangers going to turn up? Are the crap Rangers going to turn up? That's the thing. The only yeah. thing that we can be sure about is that they'll play this game that, like it's the game of their life. I think that's yeah. that's what we can be sure about. And I'm, I'm quite... I, I would be quite happy to see Scott Wright start, as someone mentioned in the comments, because he's full of energy. He's obviously absolutely desperate to prove himself to Stephen Gerrard, which he hasn't done as yet. Um, he's young... He's full of fitness. I think that our pressing game has proved quite vital uh, when we're playing them because I think I think they shit the bed when they're playing against us and they realise fucking hell they're actually full of energy. They're taking the game to us. And I think a player like Scott Wright would be really exciting to start against them. Um, but the usually you would say that Stephen Gerrard goes with what's right, what he knows, what he's tried and tested. And ninety nine percent of the time, I'm one of those those people who would think, fine, if it works, keep going. You don't need to take risks in games like this, but I think I would like him to see. I'd like to see him take a risk and start yeah. Scott Wright. I think if Scotty Wright starts, so it's not, I think if Scotty Wright starts, it says pretty much says what's what the tactics will be. As as uh, Callum said, they're going to come out as, as if their life depends on it because they've got you know it's the only thing they've got to play for this season to stop us getting through the season unbeaten. So they're going to, they're, they're going to come out as hammer and tongs. So if you start Scotty Wright, it says to me, I don't know what you guys think about this is. Tactics wise, he's thinking, okay, we'll sit and absorb the pressure and then we'll hit them on the break. Kent in the left, right in the right, right on the right, and we'll let him else in the middle. It does say that tactically as well, but the thing is that I would like to see, I'm I'm in no way angry at the players for, for this little spell of complacency, if that's what you want to call it. I'm not I'm not bitter about it, but I, I think that a score right start would, would say to the players that you, you don't start every game. If you play poorly, your your position is up for grabs for the next person who wants to take it. And Scott Wright, um, he he seemed, he's not desperate for a, a place. And I I I was speaking to my uh, my girlfriend's dad the other day, and he actually asked like, what what does he have to do to get a start? And I am kind of in that camp just now. I, I do I do I'm a I'm a really big fan of him. And I was a bit naive at the start when we signed him. I was what I wasn't against it. I just wasn't that impressed, but. Those are the type of players that really that have something to prove, and I I really hope that he does go with them. Agreed. Something deserves. Yeah, 
No, agreed. And and can I just say, by the way, obviously this is this is Scott Brown's final old firm game, isn't it? As well, the, the last dance, the last. And what dance. and what I would last like dance. to see, what I would like to see is obviously uh, a, a Rangers win. Yeah. Uh, ultimate humiliation. He's planted upside down in the centre circle with Alfredo Morelos' socks in his mouth, and Alan McGregor's gloves on his hands. And Stephen Davis yeah. walks up to him and licks his palm and just slaps him. <laughs> <laughs> The finishing move, exactly. <laughs> You're in my mind, Callum. You're in there, right inside it. And You're if, like if, tumbling about like Paul that sees his beer can. If that happens, <laughs> Gio will put the image on a card and we'll, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll auction it for the RYDC, right? Okay. Absolutely. Aye. Gio, mate, if you need creative spark, I'm fucking all over that shit. I'm telling it's you. Nice, I need to get it. in your mind, mate. I need in your mind because it's a beautiful place. Gio, 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 you do not want to get in his mind. <laughs> <laughs> says the guy says the guy talking about buckets of blood at the start of the fucking podcast well, Jesus no, Christ no, no, no. what are you that's, doing that's not my mind that's never be a curse turn them off turn them off <laughs> turn them off <laughs> I think I think um, so someone said in the comments here it's Neil C he said pick the boys on form and I do think there's a fine balance as well there between you pick the boys on form but you, all, you also want to stick with those who are who are experiencing a dip in form, but Stephen Gerrard's proved time and time again that he's loyal to his players. If someone isn't playing well, he he will he will give them a game. But now is the time that we do, we do give those players who have been on the fringes of first team football a game. So I'm I'm really excited. I'll be my my anticipation will be shattered when I see the same eleven players. He, he does do it occasionally, though. He does he bring does. someone in from he the does. goal. He he, does. I mean, he, he does. done it with Jordan Jones a couple of times in the, in the European agree. games early last season, and and Jordan Jones came in out of nowhere and absolutely. Jordan Jones covered. was the type of yeah. was the the case that I saw that Stephen Jenner doesn't has really learned from his playing days, and he he's I bet he's seen players who have been absolutely left out in the cold, and I I really like the fact that he gave him another chance even after mm. even after you know fans were calling for his head. So I I do I do like him in that sense, but this is not not experiment because I don't think Scott Wright is an experiment. To be fair, no, I no, think he's no. he's he's proved it to me. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm not the opinion that matters. It's Stephen Jenner at the end of the day, but he's certainly proved it to me. This is the time where I would I would think that when we're a bit laggy or tired, we've won the title. We've won. We've, let's face it, we've got nothing else to play for. Let's play the players who do have something to play for. I think I think on current form, uh, Wright's way ahead of uh, Roof. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's way ahead of a lot of players who would compete for that position. Yeah, and including, including, including Scott there. Including <laughs> me. See the thing is as well. Listen, I might know, I might lose a wee bit in skill and technique, whatever. But see heart and fucking fight and determination. And I'd show that there was only one Scott in the fucking worthy in the middle of that pack between Mate, me and that fucking clown. See, see I, can, I, can, I, can I just say, many, 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 many moons ago, when I was uh, playing uh, football uh, for a ship against another ship. Uh, I had to go off injured, and the guy that replaced me was a 52-year-old uh, bosun uh, who was an alcoholic. And uh, you can remind me of him because he, he basically took my position on the right wing. The ball was played to me one long, long busting run down the wing, went to cross. I completely missed the ball. The ball out for a, for a, for a, for a he, he he collapsed on his knees and probably threw up. We got him and needed to be substituted himself. So that's the kind of thing I would imagine oh, you would. Oh, be. here's the difference between me and him. The ball does the work, mate. 
right? A good player, a good player doesn't need to do the work. The boy does the work, right? And that's the thing. David Weir played till he was 41 in the Champions League. Why? Because he used that, son. He used fucking that. That's why. That's why. That's right. Every single play, good player that I've ever seen has a shit work rate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can't fathom, right? I can't pardon the sea pun. I can't fathom how none of you have questioned the ball went out to play on a game of football in the fucking sea. <laughs> <laughs> who, I, who is retrieving that? Is that a fucking mermaid I, or a sailor? I, what? I should, I should amplify. I should amplify. The ship was alongside and split Croatia, and uh, it was in the uh, young Bono was at left back, and it was covered in marshmallows. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> the ship was a long strip. Coupled Croatia is that a fucking long, formation or something? Along the side, along the side, tied up, berthed. Right, right. Thank you for the clarification. Smashing. Someone, someone hand me a fucking sea manual. Can you Yar. play the ship? Apparently so. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, where I would start, Scott Wright. Right, go back to the game. Where I would start, Scott Wright, on Sunday. It was his performance when he came on against them at Parkhead. You know, he, he almost unlocked the door a couple of times that, you know, he won his the game and he showed it and, and that, their, their own backyard, you know, that he could handle it. And, he, and of course, it's different starting for the start. Of course, it is. some would argue it's diff- more difficult to come into a game, you know, as a substitution than what it is to start it. So I would go with Scotty Wright. I think he's better. I think he's, he's, he's just as much a chance as MD. And I don't think anybody would turn their nose up at the wee man starting on, on one of the wings. Um, on Sunday, and I hope if he does, he takes his challenge. He takes his chance, and he and he shows exactly um, why Stephen Gerrard brought him to the club, and and shows that for next season, you know we've we've got a star in the meeting. What do we make of Jack Simpson though in, in this type of fixture? If Holander Disney uh, Disney make it, <laughs> Stags is giving me Stags is giving me that look. <laughs> what do we make of Jack Simpson? Well, <laughs> me, you come to me. Yes, me. <laughs> oh my god. Um I don't want to do the guy down. He's just joined the club. He's not had many minutes. Um mildly concerned, shall we say at least. I mean he's been he's played a couple of matches and each each time he's come on we've conceded um through a poor choice he's made or poor marking that he's made. I think he's got an awful lot to learn. I'm sure he's a he's a very good prospect. He wouldn't play for us and he wouldn't be sought out by Gerard, except that if he wasn't, they didn't see something in him. I think right now he's struggling to settle into the team and the way we play. Um, that said, he may come on and play an absolute stormer from the start. You just don't know. Defenders are weird creatures. How do you do that, though? I, there's no, sorry, Scott, there's no, no possible you go, you go, way that, that Jack Simpson can come, come to a club this big, uh, have sort of played the way he has. I'm not saying he's, he's terrible, but a couple of errors leading goals. How, how do you start a, a football game and not be so nervous that you're you're thinking about your every touch. Do you know what I mean? I I, I would find it. I would be very very shocked if he did start. I think it would. You know, maybe he is going to throw him into the deep end, but I think that would be a wild decision. Gio, what's your thoughts on Jack Simpson, mate? I know we don't see much of him, but again, it's difficult because you know before he came, we'd heard that Gerard had chased him for for two three years. Um, and every report that you read in the papers, not that I read the papers much, but every report that you read said, oh, he's played a game in the Premiership as if that's some sort of badge of honour. Um, you know, and I, and I think for me, the, the, maybe it's Gerard. he has this 
this, I don't know, belief that people who come from England are always going to be better footballers. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, is he a good footballer? He probably is. Is he a good defender? We don't know yet because we actually haven't seen him defend properly. And um, I would love to just see a, a, a big six foot five shit with a ball at his feet, but will head anything in front of him. Centre back come into the club because we have got all these silky baller footballers again who like to play football at the back, but we need a ball winning defender. And again, you know, say what you want about Nicola Carrick. He may not be great with the ball at his feet, but I think we have missed him in certain games. And look at even the game at, at Parkhead last year, just at, before before New Year's. Carrick scored a goal. He played a blinder. Will Jack Simpson be that sort of player? I don't think he will. Mate. And that's the thing that worries me a wee bit because with, you, with the likes of Edward, who, again, we probably all hate him, but he's a, he's a, with the ball at his feet, he's a, he's a sexy big player. You know, you need somebody to rattle his cage a wee bit, and I just don't think Jack Simpson's going to be that type of guy for us. Yeah. Snouty. Yes. <clears throat> Jack Simpson. Defender no. for Rangers. <laughs> well, you want an opinion. All right, so I thought you were just asking my name. I just called him my name. I was just saying, yeah. Like, Can you play center half, mate? <laughs> I'll play wherever you want, babes. See, no, listen, see. listen, I am. Um, listen, I. I he is he is in his Rangers infancy, right? And uh, you know, whilst he's whilst he's a he's a he's a player who's been brought in, experienced defender, etc., etc. You know, as we know, it takes players a while to settle in, particularly into systems and and uh, styles of play and stuff like that. So I, I think he's got a lot of work left to do. But I think if I was faced with a decision where it's either him or young Leon King in this fixture, um, for reasons Gio just stated there, then I'm going to pick Simpson because he's, he's, he's really, he's really the only outlet in terms of experience um, and physicality that can, that can deal with that, with that kind of player. Not as well as Hollander, not as well as I was going to say, well, Katic uh, or Balogun, but you know, I don't know. I don't know if they would handle him well at all. I think Hollander's really the only option um, to deal with a player like that, and, and unfortunately, we don't have him. So, those are, you know, he's a he's he is our best outlet, which is why, obviously, I'm concerned about this fixture. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think Hollander being out is as big a blow as we could have asked, and, and you know what I mean. And I've got in this yeah. getting into this fixture. Um, hopefully, Jack Simpson rises to the occasion. Proves is all no proves is wrong because we've all said we've not seen enough of him. We don't know yet. The big guy might turn out to be an absolute superstar for Rangers. We don't know. Um but hopefully we can we can get the result on Sunday. It'll no matter much in terms of the league, but what it keeps it keeps the, the ball rolling, it keeps the momentum going, it keeps the, the wins and, and the undefeated streak um going. And the problem the problem which I'm which I'm a wee bit which I'm a wee bit thingy was I was watching TikTok the day, right? And, uh, what, on, on, watching TikTok on Channel 4, was it? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Ah, I was scrolling through TikTok today. Okay. And um, somebody put a video saying about how they missed these former Rangers players, right? So I thought, oh, get out watch and see what that's all about. The first one was Barry Mackay, right? That I thought, okay, Barry Mackay was not too bad, a bit lazy at times. <laughs> times, but as a skillful player, maybe some people didn't miss him. The next one was was uh, Daniel Candace, who was probably the opposite. Some skill I but worked his fucking arse off for that team and and was a tremendous you know outlet for us and, and done well for us. Ultimately, Gerard let him go in the end and and, he, and he's now moved on, etc. And then the last one, which made me put my head in my hands, was Fabio Cardoso. <laughs> 
He's thought, a class defender. <laughs> aye, aye. <laughs> and I thought, right, okay, what, what do we miss? What, what do we miss? And then Fabio Cardoso, when we have Conor Goldson, Nikola Katic, Philip Hollander. I don't understand that one. So if you listen, made that, fuck off. <laughs> listen, dude, the, the lasting memory of Fabio Cardoso is his bust nose. Like, who, who remembers anything right. else about him? And unfortunately, that. What, what, that was his fucking, that was his legacy. But, you know, to be fair to me, he did go away for ages and, and, and did all right, I think. Aye, exactly, Maggie. How do you watch it? You it's watch no, is that on Netflix? No, it's Sorry, not. Sorry, I was scrolling through TikTok. Scrolling, watching TikTok. <laughs> fucking hell, Scott. What are you doing? Only going to be 30, mate. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? Dane, man. Um, right, what I'd like to do is get the viewers involved now because we were talking in the group chat about things we can do throughout the summer because obviously there's a lack of Rangers content. So what we want to do is get the viewers involved and say, what do you want to see during the summer? What do you want the pod today during the summer to entertain you on those long weeks where we don't have the champions um, on, our, on our TV screens? Keep it so, clean, folks. Keep it clean. Uh, we are going to have more only fans, but we need more than that. <laughs> yeah, my 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 only my only fans are for the pod group only. <laughs> Paul's only whether, fans. Whether they fucking fans. Whether, <laughs> whether whether they want to or not. <laughs> what about a five-a-side super league on a ship with obviously policies driving? <laughs> Yeah. Now, what was it? Birth in Croatia. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, along those along those players. See the next time you're in Croatia, policies. Can you find us a fucking centre half? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you can't even find a port with a boat. Never mind a centre half. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You don't know what you're asking him here. <laughs> because and, and the reason why we've asked this is because this question will come up with every podcast in the summer. Thoughts, guys, on the players we've been linked with: Fashion Sakala and Joey Veerman. Now, Fashion Sakala, I've never seen play ever in my life. Enjoy, and I stay away from YouTube now for that because we've seen a lot of players who were tremendous players on YouTube for two minutes and then turned out to be shy. Joey Veerman, I can only go on what Michael Moles says, and Michael Moles says he doesn't know if he's ready for the Scottish Premier League yet. Well, there you go. That's it. Is there, we don't know, right? And that's why that's why we, we've said this because we can't just sit for the whole summer and talk about fucking transfer rumours because we don't deal in rumours, we only deal in facts. Am I right? Right. You're right. Thanks. Scott, sorry to interrupt you, mate. Do you know what I like to say? I I, I mean, again, for me, we get linked with all these names that have 45 letters in them. And, you know, um, what what players out of Scotland should we be looking at? I mean, you know, what what players within within our own country, sorry, within your country, not my country, but within, within Scotland should we be looking at and actually go and... Yeah, there's there's because we've looked at Scott Wright and we've picked up what, what potentially could be a really cracking player, but surely there's other wee wee hidden gems there that we haven't actually you know we found yet. I mean, I know there's been talk of the likes of Ali McCann, um, who although he's Scottish, plays for Northern Ireland and he's in the Stephen Davis mold. I haven't seen that of him myself yet, to be honest with you. But surely there's other players there who who we could tap into, and 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 sort of get. I mean, the boy plays for Hibs, is it? Doy? Nisbet. Yeah, I mean, if we saw Barisic in the summer, you know, could Doig come in and, and step into his position there? You know, potentially, I think we should be maybe looking a wee bit closer to home for people who understand the game a wee bit better. Um, yeah. You know. I um, I would hope that this Scott Wright transfer has, has um, 
calm down a bit of the domestic snobbery and I love that phase. Someone said it, I'm going to mm. claim it as my own. I don't think it was me that said it. The domestic snobbery that some of our fans have uh, have had over the last few years because you're, um, some of our very good players over history have come from come from Scotland and not all of them have to be these exotic, foreign, world-beating Fabio Cardoso's. You know, you can get a fantastic player in Scotland. Scott Wright looks like he's going to be that. And I would hope that that's sort of, that's sort of gotten rid of that in some fans' minds because I, I think there are plenty of players that we should be looking at in Scotland. Yeah, definitely, mate. I think Nisbet would be up there. Again, the problem was mm. that Hibs like to release a DVD when they don't sell a play at the Rangers, so... I think that would probably <laughs> fuck that one up. Um, the same with Doig. Do you know what I mean? Matt Boyle, again, probably is a decent player. He's good enough to start it. Maybe mm. not. Maybe mm. not. Especially when we've got Scotty Wright and stuff like that. But, aye, there is definitely good players in our country that we can that we can probably look at. Sorry, see, Gio says about our country, right? And it's, well, it's your country to work at. Mate, we're all under that union flag, right? It is our country, right? And whether they like it or not, <laughs> That's where we end up, okay? So, it's one country. <laughs> sorry, Carl, I'm on you go. Sorry, sorry, Carl. Sorry, sorry. But I'll say sorry. Paul, you might say sorry? Sorry, sorry, Paul. <laughs> no, no, fuck it. I'm not sorry at all. Fuck a lot of you. <laughs> no, Martin Boyle was in the comments there, and I thought, you know, like, I, in years past, I thought we needed a lot of sort of veg for the meat of our team, but now I think we need to bring in players who are Absolutely ready to get into that certain lineup and give players a headache. You know, if Yanis Hadji is is not playing well, and he, he's not playing just now enough, but give him a headache, give him give him that worry to look over his shoulder and think, you know, I I need to actually get my arse and gear here. I need to work harder, try and get a game. I need to play better, otherwise, so and so is going to come in and take my place. So I think we need to the players that we need to focus on just now are players who are. Absolutely ready to come into that starting lineup. I think we could do with two or three players who are ready to just oust someone. And then that's that's the thing about those transfers that quite often, as long as you've got the right the players with the right mentality, if you're signing a player, you don't just get that player. You also get a new version of the players that you've already had. Those that are worried. So I do think we need to add a couple. I don't. I couldn't name you any players in Scotland right now. This is through my own lack of knowledge, perhaps. That, that would be ready to step into our lineup, but um, I, I think we're at a new period just now. Everybody thinks that we're at the the end of the road because we've just won fifty five, and I I don't really see it like that. Maybe everyone else does, but I think we're at the beginning of a new road where we need to uh, acclimate to to be in the best team in the country and all the demands that that comes with. Because now that we are, because we are, we fucking are. The best team in the country. I think we need to. Do you like get... John Kennedy? Like, do you know what? I we are actually the best team in the fucking country. <laughs> <laughs> we need to acclimate to that and get used to the pressures and the responsibility because Rangers have always been a club like that. But this is a time like no other. Do you know what I mean? We our fans have always demanded success, but now it's just a it's just a requirement. I don't think we should be pushing for. Oh, the league—that's that's really good. Next season, the season after beyond, we need to be making ourselves a force in the cups, a force in Europe. Um, and I think we need players that are ready to to push for that. 
Nicola says that we should get some more Rangers legends on, and she also says that we're getting Grado back on. Grado only came on, remember, because mm. when I messaged him, he was pushed and he <laughs> get, and had to follow through. But remember, right, Grado, I, I was just opportunistic there and, and got it right. Um, and it was after the old film game. So maybe if we all message Grado after the old film game on Sunday and coax him into coming on, he'll come back on. I don't know. Um, to be fair, he did say he really enjoyed himself and he would do he it did. again. He did, he did. Stop, um, stick, his, stick his number in the comments there and let, let it know. Aye, let it for us. Aye, let's go for it. Over the summer, you could have a live weigh-in podcast ahead of the Jason Reed versus Calvin Bassey staunch clothesline from Hell match, followed by a live stream of the bout. Oof. That would be great, and it would be tremendous, but I don't know if Jason would try and steal it for the wrestling podcast. <laughs> and no get to us. All right, so um, I don't know if, J- I, if Jason might try to steal it, um, but aye, that would be good to get him on. Um Somebody said get Drew on. I'm trying between two podcasts to get Drew on. It's be quite <laughs> up like that because yeah. Drew's high up in the fucking thingy. Um, Mark Mitchell says we welcome the Chase One Night Stand. We've already mooted that, Mark. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. We've already teased that. Um, and Craig says players need to be Champions League quality. Of course, today, Craig, you know, there'll be a core there that will hopefully be of Champions League standard. However, we've always went for some players in Scotland as well to make up the rest of the squad and, and eventually they came up to some kind of level of you know that's good enough at least to play for our club so aye we all have I'm, I'm hoping Ross Wilson and that have got some some talent uh, earmarked somebody put a thing in earlier on and, it, and it's kind of struck a thing with me we should maybe do a live Battle Fever podcast pub quiz but the required but but they require, yeah, a bit like uh, sort of things you used to do, Snags. Um, but we'll do it live, stream it live. Um, Snags is hosting. No, no, I don't. I don't think we'll get Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll do it. They can send their answers into the pod account and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but the requirement is you have to be absolutely fucking welly before you're allowed to join because we'll have <laughs> because we'll be welly before we take over as well. So I'll put way off for that. Snags, could you make this happen? Below Mosley MMA class. <laughs> I mate, I'm fucking. I'm on. I'm on text him. I'm on text him. I, I, I know you're close to below, so I would. I'll, I'll drop him. I'll drop my wee WhatsApp. Well, in between us becoming wedding singers, that's that was a latest oh, gig. Could, we, we, should, we, 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 we should we should get Bill to do the uh, to, to host the quiz. That'd be phenomenal. <laughs> oh, imagine that shit. Um, listen, see see two two prospects, Scottish prospects that uh, spring to mind. One of them is English. In fact, they both might be English, but they play for Scottish teams anyway. But um. In terms of see see in terms of like form over this over the last a thousand a thousand minutes right players that have um, the most expected and scoring of uh, non penalty goals number one is Kamar Roof right which fair enough number two is John Guthrie <laughs> who, who's John Guthrie plays for fucking Livingston mate oh plays for Livingston okay. sorry sorry oh. no. I've done that wrong. It's Ollie Shaw. Ollie Shaw. <laughs> Who plays for Ross County. Right? And in terms of in terms of defenders, sorry, number three in the entire country is John Guffrey in terms of expected assistant goals. I was really confused as to why. Sorry, that, I, I, I started that I started off and fucked I it. Started much. Off, finish. Uh, I, exactly that. Exactly. By the way, that. Battle Fever Mastermind, that would be the shortest podcast in fucking history. <laughs> Um, and Max also says get Jody back on and we can have yes, a let's do that. I like the yeah, sound of that. Yeah. Jody actually has some a week sighting um 
you know, update hopefully very soon to go that um, people I think will like. And hopefully we can hear when we're back in that beautiful stadium that we call home. Um, and, oh, it'd be tremendous if you get if this comes off. Uh, and oh, I hope yes. it does. Yeah, absolutely. Can we maybe sign a player that, this is totally off topic, can we maybe sign a player that knows how to fucking score a penalty? That would be nice. Fagsy, <laughs> <laughs> if you've got anyone in mind that knows how to Tab's sitting there saying you miss your last three in the past. Me? I forget all about you. There you go. I've got no bother with penalties. I've got no bother with penalties. I'm 40 year old, but I get a bash. Just just bring me on before you think it's going to happen. <laughs> I've never missed one either. If I took one, I've never missed one. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I've got 100% conversion rate policies in my head. <laughs> one for one. <laughs> no, in real life. We can definitely we can definitely look at doing some kind of quiz, right? That could be a definite. I know other podcasts and people do that, but we could definitely do that. We could also look at getting Jody on, as we said, and, and getting something going with that. Oh, music round with Jody. I was. <laughs> I let Jody just play the intro to your song. We've got to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to do something, and I don't know if people would be interested. If people are interested, fine, we'll not do it, right? But. The Euros are coming up, and as I said, I know we're not interested in international football, but maybe we could do podcasts which are kind of, you know, commenting on. Maybe the Rangers players, Gio come up with this, maybe the Rangers players that are at the Euros and, and we updates on them and, and covering some of that, if anybody would be interested in, in hearing that. It's just during the summer, guys. Content's going to be tough because of the players being away, etc. And then when we go back into pre-season, we can start to build things up because there'll be signings, there'll be this, stuff like that. And we'll be able to get into it. And I'm then sure... The Champions League. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be lots of stuff we can discuss uh, on the side as well. I mean, you'll have, as you say, the Champions League, you'll be looking at the qualifiers, looking at, we, can, we can talk about the potential opponents, that sort of stuff. Um, there'll be other stuff going on about the club as well, you know, potential signing targets, um, stadium upgrades, we can, we, all that sort of stuff. There'll be lots and lots of news because, because we know we know what's... We've done it before, we, and it's, and it's, there is always something that you can talk about. The pods may not be on the half long, but it gives we'll have some content I, to you say this you say this policies like there's always something to talk about, but I would like to get out there that the viewers need to fucking do their work as well and tell us what to talk about. Because last <laughs> this time last year, we're going into the summer, I was on football manager looking for players at Rangers. <laughs> I did not remember that That's right, mate. Um, no doing that again. We're not that kind of podcast anymore. It's not that That's, boring. I like I like this idea. That's like therapy though for everybody. Just watch the We Welcome with Chase back catalogue. That'll sort you right out. I'm telling you, I'm telling you now, by the way. See fucking close season. Think about where we were policies all the oh. many moons ago, right? Close season. We found shite to speak about that you wouldn't even imagine uh, during close season. And people people love that, you know, and I'm sure um, the fans that are watching just now will appreciate just having something to watch, like us just talking shite, you guys getting smashed, me laughing at you, you know, that kind of stuff, telling shit jokes about fucking taking blood to a blood donation well. centre. Those kind of things. That's the that's the shit we do that keeps you guys engaged and keep keeps us you know from fucking killing each did other. We, did we did we not did we not spend once uh, we spent about twenty <laughs> minutes talking 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 about gardening and stuff like that we did we did always I was I was giving tips in the fucking chat mate I was I was yeah. folks gardens right out live on the podcast how, how can... to do barbecues and all sorts it was great sunshine sun and here's garden tips here's how you get your barbecue going the best way Best way to cook your chicken in the barbecue, put it in the oven first, folks. Always Gage your recipes. Gage your recipes. Yeah, I was, yeah. Well, that's I, I, that's yeah. why we miss your Twitter, mate. That's, since you're not on Twitter anymore, my garden's gone to shit. 
Oh, man, apologies, Gio. But I, you know I, I tell you what, mate, after this podcast, I'll, I'll get Scott to give you my actual personal number. Only you and one other person's got it, but I'm not getting it, Paul, it says no again. <laughs> no, yeah, the last time, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but that one other person's my wife. That's really disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maggie, says we, Maggie says we could have the Eurovision pod contest. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Should go back and do the best clips of the Battle Fever since it started. That'll fill up half an hour. <laughs> when Snags come on, and when Snags left. <laughs> um, highlights Baz. being Callum's appearance every six months. <laughs> uh, half cut. Assuming pubs are open again, Battle Fever podcast live from the pub. Well, we may be getting together to do a live something. Um, hopefully, if a wee trip to a certain place where we might get into a studio site situation comes off, which we yeah, might be able to do, and hopefully that will be quite good and it'll be a wee bit different. Um, but I think to, to what Mark's Mark said there, I think um, not going to uh, uh, Mark Mark Mitchell on the the chat there. I think oh. we have we have discussed loosely doing something potentially yes. live at some point, but it all yes. depends on COVID and whether we can arrange it or not. So. Watch this space, folks. You never know. You never know. If COVID could come late. Who's, who, who was tapping the desk there, by the way? Who was tapping? <laughs> was that you, Scott? No, it was, it was It was me doing that. Right, we'll stop it because your microphone picks up and it's rude. All right. If, it, if it's no fucking clicking pens, it's tapping fucking the hell. desk. <laughs> if you're no fucking coughing on the podcast, you're banging your desk. You know what I mean? Put yourself on mute if you're going to fanny about It's a professional outfit here. Sorry, I'll bring my, my dinner next time. Uh, fucking shit at all. He's got a notoriety for that. I had a pen once, and I, I think I only clicked it once, and two people in the comments were like, fucking policies. Definitely policies. That's it. I've got, Stop I've got, it. I've got a twisty one, though. <laughs> and and by, by the way, Paul, maybe you could release... When we're talking about the best bits, maybe you could release the time you hosted the podcast and started talking for 10, 15 minutes and never hit go live. No, no, that's a lie. <laughs> I did hit go live. Unfortunately, I didn't see there was a drop-down menu that said, are you sure you want to go live? So for 10 minutes, Snag, Simi, myself were having the best intro you've ever seen in your life. In fact, it was, it was beyond... The best it was, intro you've never seen in your life. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome, and then, viewers. And we then, spared and then, you. And then Simi went, I don't. Why does that say schedule top left? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> If we're, if we're talking about favourite moments, one of my favourite moments was when Scott, the first time Scott was ever not here, so uh, the burden of hosting oh, fell to me. me. <laughs> the first time you were ever not here, right? so the burden That's of hosting me. fell to me. And then policies, I think it might have been the first time that we had actually met. Um, so I was hosting like that. And uh, Scott got a wee bit better because it turned out to be our most viewed pod. That's right, yeah. That's right. It was, it was, it was you, and, you and I, and yes. all of a sudden there was thousands and thousands of views. Right? Oh, by the way, Scott, he was like, fucking <laughs> God. <laughs> Can help. We that's, not how you, that's not how you speak. That's not how you speak, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it was that, mate. I had to I had to go to uh, Dane Live Pods after the old game and after we won the league to get 
just beat these fuckers, right? So really, thanks very much, guys, for watching that because it got me a bit of credibility back. I <laughs> 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 uh, and Baz Bowski will be back next week, I believe. Yes. which is always exciting to get Baz back on the pod because of his quality. Um, and by the way, Snazzy, yes, he's he's, he's mate. Hi. See well, you're holding it up there, Snazzy. I just want to, I put it on Twitter, but I just want to say thanks to our, our mate there, Stu. For sending um, these wonderful um, images to us, because his work is first class. He's coming on the pod to talk about it, definitely. Um, but he sent them right out the blue, mate, didn't he? I, I never, well, I, I certainly never had any clue yet. Um, and yeah. I opened it up and I was like, what a man he is. Um, I'm actually going to, I've no figure out yet, but they're going somewhere here. But I want to date justice as well, because Gio's taking up this. With this sensational, we sort of. Oh, I like that. You know sensational. I, mean? I like that. Oh, mate. Sen fucking sensational, Gio. Sensational. On behalf of my hero. You're welcome, by the way. Oh, Gio's your hero. <laughs> fucking Yaldi. An 85 for dribbling. Aye, I know, mate. Did Rally, you, he's not happy. He's not happy. Did, I know, I know. Do you know what, mate? I actually, I actually made him another one up, and I sent him a photograph of it, but he hasn't responded to me yet. So I'll see. <laughs> I'll see if he gets back to me. He, so he's in a huff for you. That's why. He's blocked you, really. He just. Don't <laughs> 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 he read it. I can see he's read it. He's read it. I keep going back and looking to see, but it's, it's not. <laughs> he probably goes. Yeah. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> but you know what though it's actually quite funny because you sort of get a wee bit giddy when someone like that likes or responds to a comment you go what oh, shit he responded to my stuff do you know uh, what i mean it's, it's weird uh, i always want to put in the, in the comment when, when i say to him you're right super get torn into him that's fucking ridiculous uh, 85 <laughs> for pace p.s do I want to the podcast? Disney, what, what? I'm afraid, sadly. Um, Albert says, "Oh fuck, see, hold on, before we go to that battle fever, Master Chef." And then battle fever raffle, get donations for Jail's Youth or Charity. Well, we do have some images, like I said, some um, prints that we're going to put up for. The RYDC and things like that. So that, that is coming as well, and, and we'll do that through summer. It's just if there's anything that MD wants us to do, that's a quite a good idea. Get it in is and let's let's um, run with it because it will be a wee bit difficult um, during the summer. DM the pods account and uh, we can take yeah, them from there. Yeah, uh, the pod account and we can we can run with that. Right, <laughs> kind of out of shame. It is to each new by the way, my United Roma game. If anybody's interested. Oh, fuck um, off. <laughs> Oh, shit, I'm going Say what you feel, mate. Say what you feel. Um, <laughs> so, thanks to Paul at Seas. Welcome. For, Thank you. For joining us this evening. Gio, it has been a pleasure, mate, to have you on. Because people don't know you were actually on Bear Station. Yeah, and Bear Station as well. Remember that thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> And Babe Station as well, Gio says, steady now, don't begin to be your secrets now. Easy, Tiger, easy. Yes, um, but it's been a pleasure, mate, to have you on. Uh, and I'll not be last Appreciate time, it. I'm sure. Um, Snagsy, thanks very much as ever, mate. Welcome. Your voice notes cheered me up the day at work. Thank you very much. I was I was loving them. Anytime, anytime. Loving them, mate, loving them. Uh, and <laughs> Callum, can we make it three in a row next week? I will see. Well, see, what would be really funny of us would be to start singing about ten in a row. 
before it actually happens. <laughs> and then I'm going to get to nine. I'm going to get to nine. And then and what I'm going to do yeah. is click leave. Uh, sorry, I'll click join. And then almost before I click join, I'll shite myself everywhere. Geo, <laughs> Geo, Geo, you need to do a wee card for me that's the shape of an asterisk when it gets to nine. <laughs> <laughs> so you could come on with me, asterisk. <laughs> Just, just quickly, Nicholas well asked for the predictions. I, I forgot to do this actually, so just quickly. Oh. Season, prediction for Sunday. Got away with it. Mm, I'm not overly confident, but I'm going to go 1-0. Taz. Gio? 2-1 uh, Rangers. Snags? 0-0. No, no. Carl? I really want to be featured on one of their videos where they're laughing at me. I'm going to say 4 <laughs> Rangers. Just as Tim's is finished, mate, it's gone. Just as Tim's, God rest her soul. Um, yeah. I'm going to go 2-0 to the famous, and I'm not even, I'm not even giving them a goal. I'm not giving them a goal. I'm not giving them nothing like that. You can bolt. You're not getting yeah. hee-haw at Ibrox. Fuck off. I can see, just so I've got something really good to um, for them to clip, to think it's serious, I'm going to say, oh, oh, I fucking, absolutely 4-0 Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely fucking predict a, a high heart rate during the game. Yeah. I can, yeah. That's a fucking I'll, guarantee. Yeah, I, would like yeah. put, I would like to put it out there in the comments and the people watching this that if you would like to three two my United, if you would like to, um, <laughs> if you would like to sponsor, I this match to watch it later. You twat. <laughs> Well, speak to my um, If you would like to to sponsor Callum to see if he can make it to ten in a row, we would accept. We would accept sponsors for Callum to make it to ten in a row. Um, he'd be the first person to do so in Scotland, uh, and, I, and I wish him well. And he's and he's endeavours resurrecting Terry Monroe. Right. I need to sponsor me because policies has taken all my income from me. So please sponsor me to make it ten in a row. Well, you know how it is. You know, I've, I've got, I've got a, a massive coke habit to uh, to feed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm out of job now, Monday. Yeah. <laughs> those fucking those six aside matches on them boats are no free of charge, Callum. Eh? Fuck exactly. Sake, man. Exactly. Got to get the squad together. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Sponsors are coming in, Callum. Fifty-five pound donation already, mate. There you yeah. Go. So I'm meeting this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Started. Um, also. Personal update. Remember what I was saying last week about hashtag colleges need lecturers. This week it was proven that colleges do need lecturers and management folded and came to an agreement all because of the resolve of the people. So, yes, we've Fight done it. Part. Well done, mate. That's it. That's it, mate. So, uh, just a wee personal issue. Thank you, Biomechanics. <laughs> and on that Thank you note, to Biomechanics. On that note, hashtag keep the battle fever on. Bonner Rangers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.